are live. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Brad and Mike with Dallas Geek. How y'all doing? <laughs> so, uh, Mike, how you doing today? I am tired, Brad. I was uh, actually about 10 minutes ago, I got home after helping a friend move all day in the is that Texas right? Heat in June, up on the third floor of his apartment complex. So what so you're saying is, been a day. That's why we're late. That's exactly you're 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 the, you're the cause. You you you're the the delinquent. Got it. A hundred percent. It is always my fault. I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, guys, thank you for joining us. Um, this is a very hot, very bright, but always fun Friday afternoon. Uh, afternoon, evening, eh, it's all good. Uh, and we are uh, here with yet another fun installment of Does It Still Hold Up? But before we dive into it, just to make sure that we do all the necessary shilling for the show, uh, if this is your first time watching us, please do not forget to go ahead and Follow us over on Facebook and subscribe on YouTube. Always appreciate. Definitely don't forget to like the video. And if you do not have time to be able to watch the videos of our live streams or the interviews that we do, uh, you can always go check out the audio for that over on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. So, uh, with where, the... Where the hell did those graphics come from? Um, that would be, uh, Movie Magic. Huh. <laughs> yeah, and we already got Mondo, Heather, and Megan joining us. Uh, and of course, Mondo is... Ah, Mondo's already giving you a hard time about how pale you are, which, you know, fair. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get some sun somehow, right? I gotta, I gotta tan somehow. I mean, in theory, that's how that works, but um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so diving right into it, Mike, what are we talking about today? We are talking about the cinematic masterpiece, easily part of the greatest time travel trilogy of all time. Is it though? It's the greatest time travel trilogy of all time. It most certainly is. And. You're going to think this is blasphemous? I would argue the greatest trilogy of all time. Yes. I just <sighs> said it. I just said it. Deal with it. You're we're killing talking me. about Back to the Future. You're killing me. You're you're killing me. Um, no. Copyright. <laughs> oh right, right, my bad. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not going to infuriate the the Google overlords. That's that's not happening. What about today. what about Power of Love? Is that one okay? The what? Huh? What? Pa what about the Power of Love? Can I sing that one? Is that is that okay? Ooh, no, no, no. On top of the uh, potential of uh, uh, angering the the great Google, um, we, we definitely don't want uh, yet another white man uh, trying to. Uh, appropriate that. That's that's not happening. Wait, no, wow. sorry, that's Huey Lewis. That's Huey Lewis. Never mind. <laughs> wow, that's. We're we're gonna go ahead so... and uh, jump into all the fun with uh, Back to the Future. Oh, so and, Brad's um, already uh, see, Brad's just... already at negative points for that incorrect uh, reference. 
we're, we're gonna go ahead and see just how quickly I can uh, make Mike's head go. So. Yeah, go ahead, Brad. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Yeah. Uh, so, um, is it really a, a a masterpiece? I mean, is Back to the Future honestly uh, a masterpiece that if it was released today, no prior context, no nostalgia, no nothing, would it still be accepted? Um, I'm here to say probably not, honestly. Uh, you know. Mike? Are, are, are we are, are we going to go ahead and jump into the tirade uh, that, that I'm waiting for? That, no, no, no. That, that I, I want class, you to, I want uh, you to get out. I want you to get out. I want you to get out everything that you have to say, Brad. Go ahead. The floor is yours. I mean, honestly, if, if we're dump, uh, jumping into this, uh, especially dumping into this, which kind of feels appropriate for what I'm about to say, uh, I, I think there is... While it is a classic that nostalgia holds very dearly for so many of us, I think if it was released today, I honestly don't think a modern audience would appreciate it. Uh, I, I think that a lot of uh, people today would look at Back to the Future and say there is there are so many parts of it that are incredibly problematic and uh, wouldn't really sit well. Um, just starting in on the easy part, uh, I don't think Mother Loving would be so well received today uh, as the easy. You know, one. there's a subsection of uh, there's a subsection of the internet that would argue with you. Okay, fair, but it's supposed <laughs> to be a family film, which that demographic, it, I, I get the idea, so wouldn't be so well it, uh, received. Is it really a family film, though? It's supposed to be family film. Are we sh are we sure about that? I, it shows up under the family film category if you're looking it up. So, I mean, if Netflix says it is, I'm going with it. So does Airplane. Hey, that that is hilarious, okay? I, I would show that to my kids without question. It, you're right, and there's a topless woman in Airplane, Brad. And it was rated PG. Turn their but head. No, please, continue. I, I, I turn my kids' head. Please. I don't know. Anyway, please, Brad, continue. No, no, no please. Uh, why, why do you think that uh, this would be so well received today? I'll, so I'll, are I'll you, let are you. you no, I'm not done with my arguments, but I, I want to get your your side of this before I, I go too far off the the deep end on this. Okay, so other than the fact that it is constantly referenced in terms of time travel films, and it has actually influenced pretty much every time travel film after it. Never mind the fact that, as you uh, so eloquently wrote in the description for today's uh, live stream, that it's literally a subplot in what is now, if I'm not mistaken, one of the highest grossing films of all time. Um, it's... Mm -hmm. It's fun. Yes, I mean, yeah, sure. But... It's, it is fun. But... It is... It is... But there's no but. It's fun. It is a fantastically well-made film. The cinematography is great. You know, the script is good. The acting is fantastic. You have two of the most iconic characters of all time in one film. Okay. So much show that one of the most popular shows on television right now is literally a knockoff of it. Sure, sure. I, 
that's all I have to what you've said so far. Please continue. Okay, fine. Uh, how how well exactly do you think the Biff storyline would go over uh, with, with modern audiences? So, which Biff storyline are we talking in Back to the Future Part Two, where old man Biff goes back? We're to we're we're not to touching two Biff and three. We're just talking number one. Just number one. So you want to treat. So you want to treat one as its own standalone film and not part of the trilogy? For the sake of this argument, yes. If we were going to be discussing the trilogy uh, as a whole today, that I don't, I'm not entirely sure we could fit that into uh, a 30-minute show. So oh, we could. Really? I could do thir- I could do 30 minutes on each movie. Well, yeah, that that's kind of my point. Um, so, but yeah, no. What I, do you think? I I think that whole storyline would be very problematic um the storyline of standing up to your bully and actually coming to now you can say maybe coming to blows with somebody is could be problematic but the fact that you're standing up to a bully well the whole for, for the sake of once again not not angering the google overlords here uh the the whole set of events that happen uh out in the parking lot for uh the the night of the dance and the implication sure. that before he goes back in time that stuff probably already happened and now everybody's just accepted that that same guy is now the boss of uh, the, the family patriarch and afterward uh, he, he has now uh, been like subdued into the, the neutered servant of the family uh, but still around after uh, the attempt I there's that doesn't really seem like something that would be all that uh, well received. Yet again, I mean, really. So I guess. So we don't know how that would happen. We don't know uh-huh. how well that would go over because if you remember, those events didn't happen in the original 1985 that Doc and Marty left from. Those were part of the new timeline that they return to the 1985 from. Sure. So is that is that an is that an unrational way of the events unfolding? It's possible. No, but you I also got to remember but, what uh, the immediate jumping to uh, assumptions modern audience uh, that would easily be the assumption uh, that that would probably require a lot of debate to try to say differently. Okay. I can kind of see that argument. I, I won't share my two. I, I, I won't share my true thoughts on that. I will just. Okay. And then what about nod the, and, the whole Chuck Berry thing? That's a hilarious tie-in, and I know what you're going to say. And quite frankly, I'm over that argument. People need to get the hell over their. Or the mayor mm, and his suggestion mm. to run for mayor. There's there's a lot that would require some uh, explaining to a modern audience. Let let's be very blunt about that. I mean, you can't say would that it? it wouldn't. No, I can because it's entertainment. It's supposed to be a fun film. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for socioeconomic and racial commentary from a film about a teenager that travels back in time using a DeLorean, you're probably looking in the wrong spot, and you need to quit being a bitch. <laughs> 
Sorry, I didn't warn you ahead of time that that was coming. My bad. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Alright. So, are we going to then talk about how movies like The Goonies wouldn't be well-received today because of their objectification of women? Oh, no. Uh, that That's a different uh, day's topic, but... I feel because like it's they're both <laughs> Because they're both Spielberg-produced films. Just saying. Oh, sure. No, it, it, they absolutely are. Um... If you were looking for social commentary in a film where a kid accidentally travels back in time because Iranian terrorists killed his best friend who stole plutonium from them... Who is a disgraced nuclear DeLorean, physicist. Huh? Who is a disgraced nuclear physicist. Physicist, he is. Who is best is. friends with a high school student that mm -hmm. just never explained. You know, because that... I mean, I'm not even saying that's a problem. I'm just saying... Explain that in a pitch meeting, and uh, and see studio heads just accept that. I I feel like just getting it greenlit, that part alone would get uh, be a, a slight sticking point of just like what? So what? the the argument can what? be so the so the argument can be easily made that Marty McFly is not exactly. Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh huh. Um. Marty McFly is not exactly presented as the most popular kid in school. So two outcasts that are kind of looked at as being different and weird, I feel like that's a pretty normal, I don't want to say attraction, but a normal friendship, a normal relationship that's built. Uh, I was about to say, if you say built. attraction there, that yeah. that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> sure. Yeah, fair, fair. And I'm sure there's some subsect of the internet that would probably find that fun, too. Oh, no, there is. There, There is a whole section yeah. of the internet that finds that fun. <laughs> I, I I can guarantee that's a thing. <laughs> right. You know, it's the internet. It's all there. Right. So, Brad, I will tell you right now, there is one thing that tells me that this movie would stand up to modern audiences, and it stands the test of time. Okay... When did the last film come out? Uh, a very good question. Last film was... 90. Okay. And we got a... We got a video game that acted as a continuation of the story for the 25th sure. anniversary, right? Sure. Okay. That's it. Okay. We've had film franchises remade, hmm? rebooted, given sequels that they didn't need, that were considered holy ground, or holier... They, they were considered untouchable. They were considered, it's done, you should make a sequel. <clears throat> Looking at you, Spielberg, Indiana Jones. Um, oh, I thought you were going to go the Ghostbusters route again. I'm actually really excited for the third Ghostbusters, especially after the last one left a horrible taste in my mouth. That's what she said. Anyway. Wow. It really is after 5 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So, this movie, this franchise, has not been touched in 30 years. Why? Uh, that's a very good question. 
No need. Because it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be. It told a story from front to back. Mm -hmm. It finished the story. It was done. Yes, but we're not talking about adding in or rebooting. We're saying if it never existed in the first place, and now we are tossing it in completely fresh to society for the first time. We're, okay. We're, we're, so... not, we're not doing a, a, a reboot situation here. That, that's not... No. Right, no, no, no. But what I am saying is is that this film is so iconic mm -hmm. that they have literally... It is one of the few things that has not been touched since its release. Yes. There hasn't been re-releases with extended footage by their batshit insane creator. Sorry, my bad. Mm -hmm. Looking at you, Star Wars and Lucas. Uh -huh. This film and this franchise is perfect. It has not been touched since. Okay. They've done re-releases in theaters. It's played constantly on cable television. But you're this film you're holds. still taking all of this in the with the perspective of nostalgia is at play. The original uh, mindset is still there for the entire no, no. viewing audience. So what I'm no, I'm saying no, no, no. So that's, that's this exactly whole premise yeah. is if that didn't exist, came out fresh right. today, no prior context. Exactly. This is a film that hasn't had to be in. They haven't had to modernize it for modern art audiences to put it out. They are saying, this is the film that we made, and yet there are still generations that are coming after it that love it. Sure. Why? Because it is a fantastic film. If you dropped this in theaters today with no context, now, granted with the health issues of pretty much the two most important people involved in the franchise, mm -hmm. it would be more than a little difficult to do. Well, yeah. But that's... I, I feel like you are really letting nostalgia tint your uh, perspective on this. I mean, am I? Am I really? A, a little bit, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, so you're talking about how it was it? so perfect that it, does, it doesn't need a re-release. It's never needed a re-release. I'm saying take it today, completely fresh, no, uh, with no nostalgia playing in it. Not, not even right. adapting it for uh, modern times. Like, literally, that film, let's say it was filmed back when it was originally filmed but never released now it's released today boom multi-million dollar nope oh you kind of broke up a little bit sorry uh multi-million dollar earning franchise 100 percent. if you look at the things that are out now yes really if you look at the wild success of stranger things which wasn't filmed as a nostalgia or it wasn't filmed as a I remember no but it was no, literally uh, filmed no, as something no that took place in a time period no no member berries necessary for for uh, stranger things um but stranger things is the perfect example of something that was just filmed in that time period mm -hmm. and it was just a fantastic story and people loved it okay same thing so Alright, fine. Uh, if you are saying that this movie is perfect as is, no adjustments necessary, would you see if it were to be released completely fresh today, uh, any need for modern adjustments uh, to uh, fit current movie going appetite? Whether that's changing out the car that's of... necessary, changing out certain uh, aspects of character arcs, 
in anything no, about because it. the no because the movie would take place in 1985 okay so as uh mondo's saying over here in the, the comments on facebook no need to swap out the delorean for a prius god no get out of here with that crap mondo fair it's even an inside joke in the film marty mcfly watches einstein get sent two minutes into the future by doc brown and he says are you telling me that you just built a time machine out of a delorean So, I guess, do you see any way, any reason why there could possibly be a difficulty for the movie with a modern audience if it came out today? Like, any of it? Are, are you so thoroughly convinced it would be a, uh, a smash hit right out of the gate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now there would be, so there would be backlash from people that are way too overly sensitive, and that can't remove the fact that this is entertainment and this is not social commentary. But yes, it takes place in 1985. We go back to 1955. We then go back to the old west in the third film. Are are we just skipping over the Trump allegory in number two? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that was actually the first case of somebody calling it ahead of time. So somebody, hey, hey, somebody did be, it before hey, the some, Simpsons. The, the Simpsons, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, no, and look, and I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. And there will people that will that will totally episode no, Back to the Future Part Two is my favorite in the trilogy. Really. Yes. I feel I like of two. all of it, number two feels the one like it's trying the hardest. Like it, it's no, it, actively trying the hardest. Number three feels like its own thing. Number one feels very much like its own thing. Number two feels like it's just really trying hard to be able to fill in the little bits and uh, pieces that just feel like the, the natural next steps. Uh, but I get, like, like I see maybe that just like a, however, a, a bit too much. No, I see that. Argument. However, there are people that argue that three is the one that brings nothing to the table. Really? Yeah. Yeah. More people. I've found more people argue that three doesn't really bring anything to the table. Um, but for I mean, me, the lessons that Marty learns are pretty much the exact same uh, that he learned in the last two. So, from his character arc, it's very redundant. Uh, but right, but two, two also actually... So, what's so great about two is, is that it actually dives even deeper into time paradoxes and what can actually happen and how bad you can actually th totally screw things up if you alter the past. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and stop you right there actually happen <laughs> you're you do understand that time travel isn't real right mike the, the, these movies aren't documentaries so i understand that these aren't documentaries uh -huh. however i am not ruling out time travel 
Did you not see the uh, did you not see the article that they published? I think either last week or week before, where they found particles in, a in Antarctica that they believe are from a parallel dimension where time is traveling backwards. Was this in the Inquirer? No, definitely wasn't the Inquirer. In fact, go ahead and talk. Go, go ahead and magazine. be a little more presumptuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, go ahead and be a little more pretentious while I look it up. <laughs> Sure. Okay. Um, man, I don't know. I I think if this movie were to come out today, yeah, I, I think you were right about the fact that it doesn't really need modern updates because it no. would be able to have the same appeal as a Stranger Things. However, um... I'm I'm still convinced that some of the the story uh, bits of the storyline would need to be adjusted uh, to be a little less uh, problematic. You want them you want to you want them to be more PC because people need their hands held. Got it. No, no, not not about uh, hand holding. Just a, about adjusting for modern sensibilities and preferences uh, about what types of stories are and are not necessarily uh, preferred or seen as acceptable uh, by the wider audience for the family-friendly movie. That That's it. I mean, when was the last time you saw a family-friendly movie today uh, openly uh, showing a peeping Tom as just a thing? I mean, yes, the movie does uh, very clearly point out that's a bad thing to do. But when was the last time you saw that in a family movie? So do we do we want to talk about all of the sexual innuendos in Disney movies? Hey, Disney does it right. Disney does it in a way that the kids don't notice. Ah, okay, that's right. Yeah. That's my bad. Yeah, no, it... it if you're going to do something that is uh, innuendo-worthy in a family movie, do it the Disney way. Make it, uh, make the joke or, so that the kids don't notice, but the parents do. You know, or just, just, just a little more subtle. So, the fact that you're... The fact that you're okay with them being in modern Disney films tells me that, no, you do not have to change any part of the Back to the Future plot you want to release it today. So what I'm hearing, Brad... Whoa, wait, uh -huh. hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, hang did, on. Did, did we, should we find it? Did we find Mate. the article? I actually did. Yeah, it was Scientific America. Huh. Well, that's fair. It was, uh, the headline is, Bizarre particles keep flying out of Antarctica's ice and they may shatter modern physics as we know it. Got it. Okay, so clickbaity. Cool, 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 cool. Well, so, uh, something mysterious... High-energy particle that's blasted its way through space into the Earth and back out again. But the particles physicists know about, the collection of particles that make up what scientists call the standard model of particle physics, shouldn't be able to do that. So they are actually breaking physics. And the theory is, is that they are coming from a uh, parallel universe where time is actually running in reverse. It's just a theory. A game... Th oh, no, wait, that's something different, sorry. 
Wow. Um. <laughs> I mean, this is the internet, so appropriate reference, but still, wow. Okay. Yeah, I just thought it was a funny. But no, um, Back to the Future is perfect. It is the greatest trilogy of all time. If anybody wants to argue, you know where to find me. Prepare for a SmackDown. Uh-huh. So, okay, uh, I... Do you have any other comments on this? Uh, any other arguments to support your side? I think I've said everything that I need to say about I'm actually kind of surprised that at no point during this have you ever said uh, anything in reference to the, uh, your, your reverence of Zemeckis and, uh, and or uh, just flat out insulted me for questioning him. I'm, I'm, I'm kind well, of surprised. Well, I was going to... Well, I was going to call you a ignorant slut. Um, wow. Okay, we're but, we're going but, there. Got it. I mean, hey, it's a fantastic classic Saturday Night Live skit. But no, I didn't even need to. So that's just it, too. I didn't even need to bring up Zemeckis and how the man is responsible for classic after classic after classic. I can name a few if you'd like. Does your lack of Zemeckis references have anything to do with the fact that you know David would give you absolute hell if you, you know, blathered, uh, blathered on too long about how wonderful he is? Probably. Fair. I mean, the man does have two movies in my top 20 of all time. Sure, okay. I... Which Which two? Who framed Roger Rabbit in Back to the Future? I didn't even say Forrest Gump. Respectable. Wait, Forrest Gump isn't in your top twenty? How dare you? Eh. I mean, I know, I, I know it's the but... snob answer to say that Forrest Gump is uh, part of your top twenty, but still, how dare you? <laughs> I know. It's a fantastic film. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? That's one movie that no, but, I, I think it's safe to say is probably never going to make it into this series. Because why question it? It's Tom Hanks, Spielberg, Zemeckis. Don't touch it. Oh, and of course, John Spielberg, Williams. Don't, don't, don't touch it. Did Spielberg produce Forrest Gump? Kiss Warren. I don't think he did. Ignorant slut. Wrong again. Nope, wait. Uh. So, Zemeckis. You sure? Yeah, looking at it right now. Huh, go figure. Okay, well, with that, um, I think yeah, we and have it wasn't officially even, it, uh, going wait, 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 off on enough it, of it, uh, our, our tangents. And I think you said, uh, I think you said John Williams? Yeah, no, Alan Silvestri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I realized it as soon as I said it. So, Brad? Yep. 
as my intellectual inferior. Wow. I believe that I just I, I, that I yet made, again. I made two bad references uh, that, that were immediately corrected, and that automatically makes me your intellectual inferior. I I'm just saying if you're gonna bring if you're gonna bring a now. Hey, hey, if you were gonna bring weak trash and weak sauce into my kitchen, this is what happens. <laughs> you know, mm, let's go ahead and let the <laughs> comments decide. Okay, I uh, should have really started with this, but question of the day, guys. <laughs> uh, down in the comments, tell us what you guys think. Do you think that Back to the Future would survive in today's uh, movie landscape, or do you think it would uh, just come and go and, you know, be a thing? Uh, tell us what you think in the comments, and please tell Mike just how wrong he is. Uh, <laughs> Because, you know, this time he's actually around to defend himself, so he absolutely mm. deserves it. Uh, but with that, um, guys, so thank Brad, you all just really quick, so much. Yes. If trolls can make $345 million... I still choose not to acknowledge that, that that's how much they made. Back to the Future, we're going to at least do that. I, I still have a hard time acknowledging that trolls made that much because friggin' trolls, man. Uh, which I do realize there are a lot of people out there clearly that would disagree with me on that one, but alright. Uh, uh, with that, though, uh, guys, seriously, thank you all so much. If you've made it this far, we absolutely appreciate it. Um, once again, uh, if this is your first time watching, do not forget to go over and like us over on Facebook, subscribe over on YouTube, and of course, please share us with your friends. We absolutely love hearing from you and your thoughts, but we would love just as much to be able to hear from your friends and their thoughts on this because the more people we can get in on the conversation, the better. Um, and, uh... Also, don't forget, if you are into listening to us instead of watching us, you can go see, uh, check out the audio from all of our live videos and our interviews over on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, and of course, Stitcher. How are you doing this? I when was I in Berlin? <laughs> With that, um, just remember October twenty first, twenty fifteen. I was there. With that, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us. And as always, I'm Brad. That's Mike. We are Dallas Geek, and we will see you next time. <laughs>